welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool and the one and only David Dutton, a.k.a. Double D in the house. Absolutely. Most connected he used to go by. He still could, really. Most connected man. What you you say? What I what I go by? You, your your old trademark was your old uh, trademark. Your handle yes the most connected man on the internet. Yeah. Of course, now it's not the internet. Now it's the most connected man in Nashville. Yes, yes. I I will say if that contest existed in 2007 when I wrote that ebook, get connected, uh, which I was embarrassed to write um, because I thought everybody would do that stuff or whatever. But they. Uh, um, I would enter that contest. I'm like, you know what? I might still lose, but I, you know. and that was 2007. Now 2022. I'm like, oh man, now, now, no. You should bring wow. the contest. You should bring the contest back yourself. That's so. like how connected. <laughs> Be the are. host of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you still, in my mind, you still own that because, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. 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 Cool. Some I mean, of the stuff you do locally in Nashville, man. Yeah, you you got you got the connections. Anytime I'm looking for somebody, David's like, I got a guy. You know, he's like, the other day blew my mind. I ain't gonna lie. Like every now and then, I'll get little glimpses. I'm like, I know a Carmax guy. Like, Like, I'm like, dude, I go to cigars with him once a month. I forgot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can you can bet on it, man. If you if there's, I don't care if what that what that person you're looking for. Yeah, David's got a guy. He's like, hold on a second. I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be talking about, um, so David did recently, and I thought this was fascinating. He did a, a millionaire. Uh, so we're, the title of our episode, we're, we're talking about social proof. We're going to talk about persuasion, social proof, and also networking with millionaires. And I think, you know, David did something pretty unique. Um, well, yeah, I, I feel like it's unique to a lot of people, but it shouldn't be, but just organizing a, uh, a networking dinner. And it was all about, you know, nothing but, uh, you know, people that were making a million or million dollars or more. Yeah. So the, the important part about this is that um, how you how you did it and how you promoted it and how you, you know, had it paid for, uh, which is I thought was pretty, pretty brilliant. But I know there was some takeaways. You guys did it in a very unique location, too, which added to the um you know added to the ambiance and all of that stuff but the we'll mystery mystery yeah. yeah yeah which makes it even more attractive you know it's like yeah networking event at um you know your 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 restaurant in a private room yeah that's okay but I mean, you do it at a castle man that's uh yeah it's next level it's next level all right well, that's, that's an interesting story too i know i can get into it of just how that even happened like at a castle anyway yeah. And that goes back to your, your connections. So, so. so we're going to talk about how David got a group of millionaires <laughs> around Nashville to come sit in a castle with him for an evening. So that's where the show is going. <laughs> yeah. But before we, before we reveal how he did all that, we got some beers to dis- and some rum to discuss. Yes. Yeah, so absolutely. It's been a while, Jonathan, since we've shared a drink. It's been like, I know. missed like three weeks. Yeah, you were on the, you were on the road. I was on the road. Yeah. So uh, here oh, we are. Absolutely. We're back at it. So, so what do you got over there, Jonathan? 
Well, we'll let David go first. He's got his old standby. Yeah. Let's go first. What do you got? All right. So here's the deal. I don't, I have zero beer in my house, not against beer at all, but we're just out and got to rain us up. But we always have this. And I got a big old bottle. I just finished it like an alcoholic, but I haven't had it in a while. Um, so it's not water. And it's just coconut rum. Don't even have pineapple juice. Again, I'm a, I'm a big kid that likes to get a buzz. And that's it. And uh, so that's why I have coconut rum. Um, but Tonight, uh, probably gonna go over our neighbors, and uh, they're gonna be moving soon. And I'm going to be drinking some uh, uh, some bourbon and uh, uh, old fashioned. I, I, I see old fashioned old fashioned in my oh yeah life yeah. tonight. So, so if I can make that very happen. nice, good, good stuff. Uh, you're the experts. What do y'all got? Go ahead, uh, Sean, because I got. Right. I might. So, I, don't, I don't. I'm not sure about mine. So this Ooh. is a can. How about that? Or, yeah. Like Japanese art. It is a honey bunch imperial stout. So it's an imperial stout with honey. I know where they got the honey bunch at. Like only one thing, like that cereal. Honey bunch Honey bunch is a boat. Like that's not a word. They that all the time. Yeah. Dude, that's so a joke. Yeah. So this is a 10% alcohol by volume. It's brewed in um, Fort Worth by the Martin House Brewing Company. There's no copy on it about what it tastes like. So I'm guessing it tastes like an Imperial Stout with honey, since that's what it says. That's what it says. So, uh, um, we'll go with already, that. I've already poured. It's a nice and dark. Should be pretty rich. What's Jonathan? the, uh, what's your ABV? 10%. Oh, 10%. 10%. Gotcha. All right. Yep. It sounds like a good one. Yeah. So what do you got over there? Oh, I got, I, I'm pretty lame today. I went, uh, so Slits. I didn't get Keystone Slits. No, dude, I would bring in a bottle of water that was off <laughs> yeah, out of the tap, it, 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 you know, before I did that. But no, I, I stopped in, um, you got a 40 in Weigel's and got, no, I got a, uh, puff, a puffle, a puffle, a puffle. <laughs> you know what that is? Have you ever seen it before? No, I have not. But I've seen, you know, Wiseacre does it. They're out of Memphis. It, this is a uh, hazy, double juicy IPA, which oh, I'm uh, wow. looking forward to. Look at that. Oh, man, Just look at that. About as look hazy that pine as you salt. can get. That's some good pine salt right there in that glass. But I did, you know, th the thing that I, <laughs> the only reason I picked it, it was 9%, and it was out of a cooler. So All right. uh, I picked up, uh, I just pulled this. This is a single right out of the cooler. So there probably going to get a... A bad grade. Yeah. yeah. Don't judge it. You never know. It could be a <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I've had two IPAs in my lifetime that would probably get, you know, but somewhere between a 3.5 and a four right yeah. there. You know, so I will say the black IPAs are pretty good. Mm -hmm. yep. So if you can find oh, a black, the they're hard IPA? to find. That bearded Irish we had, is that an IPA? It was. It was. No. And that's 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 probably one that's one of them. That's the three point five. 3.5 to, to four. So we had right, Dave I'm, and I, we went out to a dinner uh, that was Wednesday night yeah. and uh, we got steaks and, uh, I and, want a steak and mm, <laughs> it didn't disappoint. It's good. I mean, it wasn't Ruth Chris or anything. So yep. well, cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. 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 There we go. All right. Yep. My rum is still rum. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm hmm.
Yeah, honey butter oat cereal in there. <laughs> yeah, and get a spoon for that. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So um, is that David? Is that just coconut? Is that coconut flavored rum? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and normally you mix it with uh, nothing. That's my go-to. Like saliva. He mixes it with saliva. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. No coconut. They got all kind of different kinds, but I always like coconut and pineapple juice. I just drink that like water. I mean, I, I would finish. I would. I've actually drank one of these bottles, this whole bottle before. <laughs> um, I can. Years ago, like I mean, this is like probably eight years ago. Would, I will drink big probably every few months. Uh, thank God I just like take or leave it. But I enjoy sitting around, listen, um, hanging out with friends, listen to music. But I remember one time, I mean, God, it had to be like eight years ago. Uh, I realized I was like, oh, I just finished this whole bottle. Holy cow, like good. But you know, it's like what? It's twenty one percent alcohol. Like I don't know. Like it could do better. That's not bad. The only thing I don't like about this and Fireball. You think Fireball? Yeah, man, this is awesome. Dude, it's like water. You're drinking water, but like I'm like, it would be awesome if it had alcohol in it, you mm-hmm. know. And and with the taste, I'm like, take my money. I'll tell you what, I if there's a bottle of liquor that I could probably down the whole thing, it's probably what? like Jack Daniel's honey. That, that is, is that is so oh smooth. yeah yeah that is good. Yep. I, haven't I, we haven't we brought that on before? I think, yeah, I've had it on yeah, before. Yes, yeah. it's, it's yeah. super smooth. Speaking of honey. Um, so we know what David's given his. David, one out of five. Well, five on this one. I'm five. so five on the room. <laughs> the size. All right, Sean. What are you- David's looking for a sponsorship. <laughs> Send this to the Malibu rum people. <laughs> um, man, this is good. Um, get your finger ready, Jonathan. Ooh, on the button, I'm giving this a 5.0. Dang. Never had two fives. Where'd you buy that? H-E-B, local grocery store here in Texas. Yeah, well, tell me that again. Let me write this down. Like, dude, I don't fly. Come on. You know, know. that. Come on. It's called the Honey Bunch Imperial Stout with honey. Dude, put one in the mail for me, man. Come on. <laughs> is that a uh, four-pack or is that a single? This one I bought as a single, but I think it comes as a four pack. It's about to be a four pack after this, <laughs> after this show. It, I have to go back. Yeah, that's I'm look you know at it. because we do this every week though, and I try not to buy four packs because yeah. what if I don't like it? <laughs> then it's like that's jacked up. So I, nice thing about HEB, they will break a four pack or six pack for you wow. as long as the guy that stocks that area is there. Yeah, they'll break it and then they put the rest on their single shelf. So. I, I, but this one I got off the the singles shelf, so you might be able to get it at um, Total Wine. I don't know if they ship out of state or not, but I may send you one. This is pretty darn good. So, all right, what do you give yours, Jonathan? That that bucket of pine saw there. What do you give that? You gonna mop the floor not, after? Not, I was curious what the uh, IBUs were because it's not bitter. Is it uh, like it's not, no, it's a, actually a little sweet. It's got a little okay. sweetness to it. All right. Um, so I'm going to give this a, uh, I'm going to give this another, this can be another th- high three. Wow. For right. a double IPA. I'm giving this a three, eight. Double three IPA? Eight. Is that, that's a thing? I don't hmm. know. Double IPA. Double IPA, baby. Okay. It's a hazy, double right? IPA. Hazy okay. double IPA. Is that what it Hazy was? double IPA. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. You got to get all the words in there. 
the rest out for your homies it's, or anything? Are you going to go hazy, double juicy IPA brewed with Nelson, Sauvin, Cit- Citra, and Mosaic hops? Whatever. Yeah. So, are you actually going to drink the rest of it or pour it out for your homies or anything like? Nope. Yeah. I'm drinking this bad boy. Nice. Well, that's right. drink you are going to drink it probably. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's nine percent. I don't care what it tastes like. I'm drinking it after the week I've had. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Too bad. Some of those weeks, man, you just gotta let 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 go on a Friday. But yeah. Um so it's yeah, Friday let's jump into it, man. 13th. We, huh? Yeah, Friday thirteenth. But I've had a Friday the thirteenth week. week Some, sometimes uh, you have those weeks. Yep. Um, so yeah, let's, let's jump in, man. We got some cool stuff to talk about because Sean, we've been, we've had a, uh, a buildup over three weeks of stuff. I'm sure you've got some things to share, but we're going to start with David first, because I want to hear about this. I want to hear about this millionaire dinner and I know, I know how you set it up, David, but I want you to talk about it from the start. How'd you get the idea for this? Yep. And, um, to our listeners over in Nashville, if you've never been to Nashville, off of 840, there is this humongous, it's like an old, it's like a medieval castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's over kind of between, isn't it near uh, between like Murfreesboro and um, like Springs? What's that? Arrington Vineyards, like Arrington is like right in the, kind of in the middle between Murfreesboro okay. and Franklin. Okay. That's Nobody that. outside of Tennessee knows where that is. Is it east, <laughs> north, west, or south of South of Nashville? South of Nashville. I'm 1.9 GPA, bro. <laughs> south of Nashville. Um, okay. yep. And south. I don't know the history. You, David, you'll have to explain the history behind it. But t- yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You take it from here. Well, yeah. So there's a there's a castle. I've seen it you know a million times. They do a Renaissance festival. I'll be honest with you. I only went once. It was a little bit weird, but <laughs> massive. A massive amount of people go. I mean, I'm talking, it's an, it's a thing. And it's been going on for a long time. And that's it. That's all I even knew about the castle. But I drive to Murfreesboro all the time. And I pass it all the time. You you see the towers. Um, if you watch Taylor Swift, um, I know both of you guys watch Taylor Swift a lot. Um, and y'all, y'all love the videos. If you watch yeah. Taylor Swift, uh, the, the music video loves story which is her one of her first big hits uh it was filmed at the castle and so wow. um, if you see like I, I took pictures on my facebook of like the window she was sitting in and stuff you can see one scene in the love story video that um she's sitting in the window and and stuff like that so there's that and guy's been building this since the 80s and it was really cool uh different guy and and he gave us a tour and that was really cool and i didn't know the guy but do you want me to jump in the story of how I even got into that? Yeah. Yeah. So how, you didn't know the guy, but you wanted to get a connection. Yeah. You wanted to get an introduction to him so you could set this up. Like yeah, set up so this, this networking like, event. Yeah. It was like a Thursday. Um, I, so I, we've done from Daryl Strawberry at the house to whiskey bourbon tastings to golf to whatever, just random stuff. I like to do things that I like to show up to. I don't like a lot of networking events. Just um, I've kind of grown. Um, I'm not any better than anybody. I don't think that. I just kind of like I'm picky about what I like to show up to. Um, and I love hanging out with good, successful people. And yeah. I, and so I just. That's weird. Why would you want to do that? Weird. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> what are they going to teach you, right? 
exactly. So uh, I, you know, there's just different levels. And so we all have the same 24 hours in a day. So I'm like, you know what, what is something that I would hang out to, you know, at and um, that type of thing. So that's my past, a little bit about my past. Hadn't had an event, you know, COVID the past two years and, and just haven't really put anything on the schedule. Literally driving, I go to Murfreesboro all the time, hang out with my buddy David Chriswell, owns a bunch of real estate. We just hang out. And um, literally like a Thursday, I am driving back from Murfreesboro. I see the castle because you can see above the trees, um, the towers. Oh, yeah. And I see, you've seen it a million times, Jonathan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see the towers and they're coming in on the right. And I'm like, just had the thought, I want to have a dinner there. And yeah. this is some of private house. Like he don't just have dinners like at his house, you know, with all different people. Like it's not a public thing. People have seen the inside some, but uh, it's not like, I mean, he lives there in a castle with his wife. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, I want to have a dinner there. So, and of course I wanted successful people. I was like, all right, do I want real estate investors? And then I, I went general and I wanted entrepreneurs. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do million dollar net worth or more. I'm going to do that. And I hadn't done that before, but I was like, I'm going to do a million dollar net worth. And uh, there's only so many people, or first of all, that was it. That was the thought. If you look at my Facebook, like on a Thursday, two months ago, probably, or something like that, I posted who knows the guy that who owns, who knows the person that owns the castle. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, That that was the brain. It was my thought in my brain. That was it. That was the only thought. So would you say that thought was from a muse? Was it from the universe? What's your stance on where thoughts come from? Um, okay, this is no, a good question, actually. Um, so, you're asking the 1.9 GPA guy, right? Yeah, you're asking you know, <laughs> Well, I figure he's got no logic to draw from, so this should be pure inspiration. <laughs> Dude, I love that. That's good. What a great response. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to somehow use that again. That was such a great line. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a line. I do know. I love that. That is my favorite line. That was gonna be hard to um, Well, obviously, the creative side of your brain is is more than half, right? Like, that's I would what you can tell people. And I, I have honed my creativity. I've worked on my creativity. I'm very specific about my creativity. And my networking, my emotional intelligence, I would say. Um, and so um, we're, again, such a good question. I would say I just find things that I just want. And so I was like, and I look at the castle as a carrot. It was just a carrot to mm-hmm. attract people. I look at things yeah. differently. Like I'm right. attracting humans and I find out what humans are attracted to. And then... Like, I'll just you've probably through. heard enough people living in Nashville. You've probably heard enough people talk about the castle and are fascinated by it. And that's kind of in your, in well, your mind. It's You're common like, now. it's common. Yeah. Like, I don't like, you don't even think about it. I, I mean, I'm telling you, Jonathan's right. probably driven by it like 50 million times. Like, yep, and all yeah, his yep. driving over the past 15 years coming to Knoxville and all that, 840. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody thinks about the castle. Like, it's not even a thing. You see it, and it's always cool when you're like, oh, look at those towers when you drop by. Yeah. But nobody yep. thinks about it except for Renaissance. But for me, I thought I haven't had an event in a while. I want to have a dinner. Like I want to have a dinner there, and that that was the thought of like yeah. because I wanted to anchor. I wanted to anchor a good experience with David Dutton. 
Not to right. talk about me in the third person. That's what <laughs> we talked about me in the third person. So I wanted to anchor, like, it's all anchored back to me uh, having a good experience, which is selfish. And, like, I just want people to have a good experience anyway. But it's also from a brand, like, I want people to, like, dude, he freaking had the dinner and he rounded up 10 millionaires. Like, who is, you know, who is this guy? You know, right. like, I want to know this guy, you know? Right. So that was it. So interesting. So when I posted, I had people posting like, hey, go to the Renaissance Festival. Like, you know, like you can meet the guy there. That's what rookies do. Yeah. Rookies, pro networkers, which I think I am, uh, know somebody. Like mm-hmm. they just they just know somebody. If I don't know them, like somebody knows them in my, my, in my sphere. Right. And so somebody tagged my boy Jonathan Bowman and uh, and said he knows him. So I was like, oh, cool. I know Jonathan. So I yeah. texted him. I said, hey, let's like, you know, you got a minute to call. He's the guy that had a uh, exotic car rental and he picked up Daryl Strawberry for me back years ago. And I barely, I don't know Jonathan really well, actually. I've, I only talked to him a few times. And, um, but, He's got a great reputation. He's a phenomenal guy. He's a nice guy. So uh, I called him up and I said, hey, I want to have this dinner. Uh, I heard you know him. So yeah, yeah. And he started telling me about him, a little bit about the castle. And he's just a Mike Freeman. He's just a really nice dude. I said, hey, I want you to. And I'll even, dude, I'll tell you how the sausage is made. I'll tell you how I even told him to pitch. Me. So um, I don't even mind sharing because mm-hmm. I think there's, stuff in there honestly that's why i told him how to pitch me yeah so kind of from pitch anything you know like when they have that that book pitch anything or whatever you think about like only information that's like present or whatever so mike freeman right. doesn't know who david dutton is yeah. right you don't know me from mm-hmm. i never really heard of me and so i said jonathan i want to have a dinner with like 10 millionaires at the you know i don't know if he can even fit 10 millionaires in there i don't know anything but can I have a dinner there? You know, and I'm not a detailed person. I'm just very like, let's just get this going and we'll figure it out right. later. Right. And um, he goes, I said, and Jonathan, I want you to pitch me like this. Um, let's see if I can remember it. I've almost got my 14%, my 21% alcohol drink already. Um, see, that's a key takeaway, though. You didn't let him, no, you didn't let him, you know, pitch. No. Pitch, pitch yourself, you know, pitch you. Yeah, no. You're like, here's what you're going to pitch to this because there's, a, there's a lot going on there because there's a transfer <laughs> of trust. Right. In a second, I'll talk about transfer of trust and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I said, pitch me as a, see if I remember it, because again, I got that Malibu Rome in me right now, but um, tw- millionaire, uh, entrepreneur, and real estate investor and author who hosts exclusive events for successful people. That's the line. That's the whole paragraph. Right. Yeah. And you told him what to, how to position you, which a lot of people leave that up to the person that's doing the introduction. You got to control that narrative. And yeah. And the, and the person that you leave it up to is kind of like, they're not sometimes don't have, or they're not as concerned about it as you, but they're like, I'm doing you a favor. And so Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to throw this out. And and that's the last thing you want to do. You want to have everything scripted to give to them. And say, I would have done that in my rookie years. 
because I didn't know any better. But now yeah. I don't. I'm trying to get a guy. I'm not going to say his name right now, but he, he's way out of my league. Yeah. Uh, this dude kind of like took Rush Limbaugh's place. That, mm-hmm. that type of dude. And Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm trying to get that guy. Mm-hmm. And I got I know a guy that uh, my neighbor, one of my neighbors uh, has done business with him. And I even gave him what to say. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll just copy and paste what you just told me. Yep. Yeah. And people actually, people actually appreciate it because they don't know what to say. Right. Yeah, so if you give them this, I mean, I, somebody asked me for a testimonial the other day that I, that I'd worked with a younger, not younger, yeah. newer copywriter. And I was like, you write the testimonial. I edit, I'll edit it, but you do the work. Like right. you tell me what you want to say to put yeah. on your LinkedIn that absolutely. puts you in the best light and yeah. absolutely makes them think it through and yes. you know, all that. So so, yeah, that's how I told Jonathan to pitch me, and I want to do 10 millionaires, and I don't even know if you could even fit 10 millionaires, whatever. So then he came back, like, day or two later, two days later, and was like, yeah, he's interested. How much would you pay? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not going to throw out a number. I have no idea, you know? And right. uh, I'm like – and then eventually I, like, kind of had to or something, and I was like, 500 bucks? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, you know, he don't – really need money or whatever, but, (laughs) but I'm not, but I was happy to pay, but I just don't, you know, like whatever. I don't want to insult the guy is what I was thinking. I don't mind paying. Mm -hmm. All right. And I was going to pay it by the way. And I, and I'll tell you that whatever it is, just so you know, because Jonathan mentioned about me not paying, that was an afterthought and we'll get to that. But Mm -hmm. just so you know, I want to market here that actually was fully planning on paying actually. Um, uh, or working it into how much the cost of the, the food and all that stuff or whatever. But sure. something changed because I did, I pulled a David Dutton to not talk about me in third person once again. Um, and so I, I found somebody else that benefited from my situation or whatever. Well, um, yeah, you packaged it as an opportunity for somebody else. So. Yes. So um, like two days later, we're having a dinner at the main, like the, the castle. And I say having it like it, it's scheduled. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so by Tuesday, so by like Thursday, I had the thought mm-hmm. in my brain driving down 840. By Tuesday, it was already like scheduled. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. amazed watching mm-hmm. how fast it happened. From, it yeah, really? Yeah. I think, David, that's one of your gifts. Like, you don't you don't question stuff. You just like, oh, here's an idea. I'm just going to do that. And you just implement and you just do it. And that's one of the... Mm-hmm things that I'm amazed at with you because I'm an overthinker. So I, I go the opposite route. Right. Right. Know, I will but, say that is one of my gifts. And I, and yeah. I'm not saying, uh, cause I can tell you, I got a lot of failures too. And a lot of uh, like not organized. I mean, um, yes, I can tell you a lot of stuff that I'm not good at. Um, even this, this week we had something crazy happen. Um, but um, yeah, so that's one of my, yeah, your speed and just speed of implementation is, is definitely one of your, Top gifts. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yep. it. Um, so I will say I was fascinated by, um, so by Tuesday, I had half the room already full. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I really did. And I'll be honest with you, because uh, I don't think about it. Like, I'm just networking all the time. And I don't even actually meet a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. I just, um, I'm very picky about my meetings. Um, but um, I'm just filling a Rolodex in my brain. Of information, yeah. I just memorize information, and um, even today at field day, like my wife is 
tell me about who these women are, you know, that I'm like, okay, who is this? And I just file it in my, my Rolodex or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I was very shocked at myself and it's not something I really vocalized, but I was actually shocked that um, I, I filled the room that quick. Like I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm already like half full. And I just sent out a few emails, like text <laughs> messages. Yeah. And it was like half full. So that was kind of cool. And the, what other- do you, what do you, what do you attribute that to? Do you, I, do you think it's exclusivity? Um, no, you, know, you talk- gotta be, you, you gotta, okay. M- multiple things there, but you've got to like, uh, be the, you gotta be the person you got to be attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just do like be the, I've been thinking about this a lot in the past two months. Um, you got to be the person that you want to attract. Now here's yeah. the thing, dude, when I got in that room by far, I was the, like um, the least wealthy in there mm-hmm. and I'm a millionaire, but like, yeah, like people were doing big shit in there. It was yeah. very like right. no egos, and I'll get into that in a second. It was very interesting. No ego. So let me ask let me ask you this yeah. about kind of why the quick response, and this is just a, a guess. Yeah, yeah. That's whatever. I mean, the guys I've met here in Austin, you know, in that in that same kind of world, um, there's a lot of like loneliness out there right now around that that thing. Yeah, and they want to get around other people. Yeah. Like, like everybody thinks millionaires are just like got tons of people and they're always hanging out mm-hmm. in entourages because that's what you see on social media and, yeah, yeah. you know, exactly, videos exactly and the opposite. Else. They're, but they're, they're, they're so actually, busy that <laughs> I, mean, I think, I mean, there's a lot of loneliness out there at that. I mean, I think everywhere, but at yeah, that yeah, level, yeah. it doesn't go away at that level, I guess is really the thing. And you got other problems. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. You from tax problems, to cash flow problems, to hiring problems, because mm-hmm. you're yeah. doing shit. You're doing you're making shit happen. That's why another reason why I like hanging out with millionaires because they're making shit happen. And right. it's like, they got their problems too. Yep, and, yep. you know, and not you know, very many people know about those problems unless you're in that situation. So the uh, opportunity to get around more people like yourself yeah, is, is pretty rare. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like having different events with different people. I mean, I have my bourbon and whiskey tastings. I try to find successful people, but like, and, and good people. Like I said, with Daryl Strawberry, when I had him there at the house, it was like, um, I, I didn't even know how many we, we could fit in our kitchen and living room. But like, I was just like, I think we can fit like 40 people. So I invited the top 20 successful people locally that I knew. Newspaper mm-hmm. people, the mayor, right. aldermen, uh, just business people. But I said, you have to bring beer or wine and the most successful person you know that's a good person that I don't know. Right. So I can give my current network a good experience and people that like, who the hell is David Dutton? Right. I can go both ways. You see what I'm saying? That was, that was strategic. That's how you got to go to my house with Daryl Strawberry for free. Cool. And so, um, that's how I strategically kind of like birds of the feather flock together. So once you're in something, they know other people. So how I filled up almost another half of the room was there's a thing called EO, Entrepreneurs Organization, that's here locally. I mean, it's nationwide. Right. Um, and I tried to get in. I'm still bitter I didn't get in, but um, because I was like, oh man, I finally made it. Because you got to have, you got to make too many a year or I think like have a million net worth. And that's so yeah. I was like, oh my God, my last company I sold, I was like, 
I think we we're doing like 2.3 million. And I was like, Oh, finally, dude, I like, I got in. This is awesome. And I couldn't get in. Like they didn't vote me in or whatever. So, right. Um, but anyway, so you already know that they're millionaires because you know, they have to be in EO to be in EO. So I called, uh, so my rich friend Noah, I talked about, um, one of his friends, uh, Luke Freeman, moved up here from Nash uh, to Nashville from uh, from Boca, from Parkland, Florida, and uh, he's an EO. So I misses, and I want Luke. I wanted Luke to be there, mm-hmm. and so Luke had. I mean, he was selling like hand sanitizer and masks to Governor DeSantis in Florida. To give you an example of like the caliber of people that were at my, you know, dinner. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. that's what. And that's just one business I guys in. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so Luke is a great guy. And so I said, Hey, you know, some people that I don't, and I knew he did. And, uh, so he brought like some guy, like, uh, music artist that he managed the judge, you know, Naomi judge has passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. You should know whatever, but the judge, you know, Naomi passed away and, and, but he, and th- I didn't know it was this guy, but this guy started talking and he's like, yeah, I manage people. I'm like, listen, there ain't no humility here. Like, just name drop. Like, this is just, we're just talking. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, one of the people he was managing was the judge, and they were just coming out on concert. And then, of course, Naomi just, you know, committed suicide or whatever, unfortunately, um, a couple weeks ago or whatever. But um, so, uh, but yeah, so that's how I feel because I knew he, he knew other people that are millionaires in that group. And then my banker gave me one of them, um, uh, Clint referred me to Clint. I referred you to, to today. Yeah. He referred me to a guy that's a big time real estate investor. Um, and so that's how birds of the feather flock together. And so now they had a great event. I mean, one guy built one out of five homes in spring Hill. Yeah. Guy, like insanely successful. Uh, yeah. but again, I was the, 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 you know, poor, first world problem, poorest person in the <laughs> or whatever. But well, that's a great, you know, that's a great takeaway because it yeah. doesn't matter what your level is. It just matters that you, so I, you know, I attribute okay. what you've done in the, in that local millionaire mm-hmm. market space, mm-hmm. you know, just putting those people together, kind of what, you know, from an industry standpoint, you know, what I do in the composites industry where, yeah. Yeah, I got a platform. And so it's just a little tiny podcast out there, but it reaches, I mean, it's like, you know, it gets a lot of downloads, but. Well, you can be a gorilla stomping in a mud puddle in that space. You can be a celebrity in that space, you know. And and that's what I've done. I've like, you know, I've leveraged just that podcast alone yeah. to create all kinds of uh, immense relationships out there that are, you know, people that are well above me. I mean, these are presidents of companies out there that think it's an honor to be on, you know, a podcast that's like, you know, that I'm recording out of a, you know, a a detached garage, you know, Um, you know, they're sitting, you know, in a factory that's probably, you know, 800,000 square foot. And they're like intimidated on being in a podcast with me, you know, being as a guest on a podcast with me, (laughs) I'm sitting in here with a 700 square foot, Detached garage. Oh, the deception. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, are you sure I'm doing okay? I'm like, hey, you're doing great. You know, yeah. you don't well, it just realize. goes. It goes to show the assumptions that people make too. Absolutely. Everybody's yeah, assuming everybody else is doing better than they are. Exactly. Yeah. Not, yeah. not everybody. They don't know. But, right. 
your default is to assume that people are doing better than you. So my guess, David, is a lot of the people that came there are assuming that they were going to be the lowest guy in the room. Oh, and they wanted to. Yeah. In their mind, yeah, absolutely. I think so too. And what do you what do you hear all the time in in our circles? Like, never be the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, right. Because then you're in the wrong room. Yeah. So they're probably thinking, oh, here's going to be a group of yeah. guys that I can learn from, and they're all coming with that yeah. same humility. Yeah, that's a good. Good setup. I only made five million last year. There's probably yeah. guys. I mean, this, yeah. this I'm probably like the low man on the totem pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they um couple thoughts real quick on that. Um <clears throat> on like attracting people and doing business and even thinking I'm I don't know what this is. I'm not a new agey person. Um maybe it's just positive thinking, probably, mm-hmm. but I expect people to do business with me. Yeah. I just do like I've always, I, I just do. I don't care if you tell me no, like it doesn't, that's okay. I'm totally cool with that. Like if that castle didn't thing work out, dude, it's going to be something else. Mm-hmm. Like it's hundred percent. I didn't care if Daryl Strawberry told me no or anything like that. Um, and so these millionaires, like I didn't care. Like um, if they told me no, or nobody told me no, actually. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I created something that they wanted to show up to, yeah. but it's exactly what I want to show up to, you know? And so that's the thing. That's what made it like, and it's like, well, who is this guy? Um, you know, like, like, first of all, the castle is a carrot and actually the other millionaires are carrots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not a negative derogatory thing. It's an attraction thing. It's yep. like, Oh wow. I want to hang out with other people like me that have cash flow problems, have mm-hmm. tax problems, have hiring problems needs an introduction to John or Jane Doe, you know? And so they want to hang out with people and they don't want to waste their time. They don't have a lot of time. And and so that castle was kind of curious, like, dude, I I don't get to do that every day and I got to eat dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Let me like, who am I going to meet? One person can change your life. Let me go to this dinner. All right. So let's keep the story going. How, how far out did you need to set or did you decide Uh, to set the dinner? like two or three weeks because um, Renaissance. So that's a, I think that's another point. Like some people be like, oh, they're going to need, these people are successful. They're going to need yeah, six months right. notice. Like <laughs> you just did like two or three weeks. No, no, they eat dinner. No, I didn't consider this a big deal, honestly. I just, well, that's a great point. Like they eat dinner probably every night. They do. They so. might eat dinner a day, but they're eating dinner. <laughs> but they, uh, they might be eating one steak a day, but they're eating, you know. Yeah. But, and I'll tell you the food in a second, but which uh, is funny. Um, which is funny because I got to say something about that. Because we were like, Dave and I, we had, uh, we were getting, I think we were getting dinner one evening. And it's like, oh, you know what? He got a text from Sherry's wife. He's like, oh, yeah, I haven't even set up. I think it was just a week away from it this event. It was a Friday. <laughs> Yeah, and like, he's like, "Oh yeah, I haven't even planned uh, what we're having for dinner." Because <laughs> uh, I was getting catered, and I'm like, "I, I don't know. I just, um, yeah, yeah. It's just not. That's one of my downfalls as an organization. <laughs> but luckily, it wasn't for like 50 people. It was like 10, so I could figure it out. But yeah, it, it's probably better. I mean. Ten people, you could you could Uber eats ten people. I mean, let's. Oh yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, so that's why. And they're not coming for the food; they're coming for the for the people. They're not. So, which is why I had Moe's Southwest Southwest Grill. Really. That's how. That's how. Like. That's that's cool. Like I haven't heard that part of the story. Yeah. 
If you I go think, look at, if that's you look cool. at the pictures, there yeah, I bet they, every one of them loved it. You know? It was totally fine. There's not one complaint on Moe's Southwest Grill. And yeah. they have a great setup. I didn't want to think about it at all. Yeah. Like, I don't like detail, and I didn't have a lot of people helping me. Um, mm-hmm. I just, like... Because um, they come in with, like, the trays, and they make your stuff for you right there. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. 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 It's not like you got a... It's not like a Uber, to, you know, Uber Eats order. Like no, they actually come no. and set up everything and have a bar. Yeah, they got the, like the tin trays yeah. and then the. Uh, but still, I mean, you know, the most people would think, oh, these these guys, they're going to want Ruth's Chris. They're going to want like, you know, thousand dollar bottle of wine. I bet. In fact, it's probably the opposite. No, it, I didn't even ask them. I didn't even. I bet they. Eat, yeah, I bet they appreciated that even more. Yeah, yeah that's great. Like you didn't worry about. <clears throat> Like I can see people like myself. I'll just put my throw myself under the bus here. Like, oh my God, are these people? I probably wouldn't worry about this because I don't worry about food that much. Mm-hmm. But like some people would be like, oh, are they gluten free? Are they <laughs> are they on this diet or on this diet? I right. gotta ask everybody, then I gotta figure out what to eat. That would drive you insane and you would never yeah. pull it off. Yeah. So I love that you just like pick something. Here, here's what we have. And yeah. you know, if they don't want to eat when they get there, they just want to I mean, network because that's really why they're coming is to network. Not ultimately, to yeah. That's the value. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, they have a great setup. My wife, that it was actually her idea. Brown, there's a place called Brown Bag that's really good, but they couldn't do it. It's a minimum of 20 people, and they have like a minimum of 10, or it was like, or by, no, it was like by the person, something mm. like that. And so I said, all right, um, I need 15 instead of like, there's like 12 people there, but I didn't know if the staff was going to eat, like him and his wife and, this other woman, so I went ahead and ordered 15, which we had food for days afterwards. And uh, and here's the thing. I even charged them $20 for the meal. No for way. Sure. Oh, yeah, I charged them. That's yep. awesome. I'm not paying. Yeah. And, uh, so Skin in the game, baby. Yeah. Skin in the game. Yep. And so I was just like, hey, Venmo, cash me. I don't care what you do, but, you know, just there you go. So do they know that ahead of time? Do you yep. bring that on them at the gate? Yeah. or? Yep. I use okay. a website called splashthat.com and uh, and it's a and I even use a free version, but mm-hmm. splashthat.com to do events and um, I didn't even do some fancy upgraded version and I just put you know my event up there. So talk about this is interesting. So I, I want you to share how you got this whole you know because you said earlier. It wasn't originally your intent to, I mean, you were going to pay for everything, but yeah, then, yeah, totally. but then you got, I mean, you basically had this whole thing paid for without you shelling so, out a nickel. I decided, all right. So I always, always, I got this from Jay Abraham, getting everything out. Uh, you can out of all you got. This is where that thought process, I hundred percent contribute Jay Abraham to my thought process now. But I always ask who else benefits from what I'm doing. That is directly from Jay Abraham doing joint ventures. And Absolutely. Like and so who else benefits? So I was like, well, I got 10 millionaires in the, in the room, uh, in a castle yeah. with a full experience. Let's who see. else wants to go there? Let's see. Yeah. So <laughs> I, and I had all kind of other friends message me, want to go. I mean, you want to set this one out, bro. Sorry, dude. Millionaire. <laughs> Is me and their time right now, real quick. And uh, I got other stuff coming. I've got another, I think we're gonna have 40 people at the house for a real estate investing party. Scarcity, I love it. Yeah, you know, all kinds of lessons tied up here, people. Scarcity. Yeah. So, I um, um, let's see, 
Get other people to pay for it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I lost my thought. <laughs> Um, so I decided, I'm like, you know, I'll have like one or two sponsors. Again, there's only so many. I can, I can have 12 people there. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It's like physically, like you go look at the pictures, there's only so much room. And it was at a 400-year-old table. And uh, and so, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if somebody else wants to. I'm getting people asking me about coming and, you know, can I just hang out, whatever. So I posted on there and then – a contact that I, I we're Facebook friends. And then I met them physically at a party, uh, Joe and Hillary Hollingsworth uh, at a party. And I introduced myself, Hey, we're Facebook friends, but like, and they're just a really nice couple. So I only met them once, but then she messaged me and was like, Hey, so she's a mortgage person and her husband does financial investing for wealthy people. Yeah. Uh, Fisher, y'all appreciate this Fisher Investments mm-hmm. with their awesome, amazing ads. That's the first thing yeah. I asked them about. I'm like, oh man, I want to know more about the ads. Like, I love the ads. Um, and anybody that knows marketing and direct response marketing, by the way, we're geeking out on Fisher Investment <laughs> ads, just so you know. Um, yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> um, and they've been doing it for a long time. So this is this is right out of a chapter of that. You know, you remember Tom Stanley, right? I mean, guys passed yeah, away yeah, like yeah. four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in a car wreck of all things. Crazy. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. um, but you know, he's a guy that did networking with or, or the millionaire next door. Yeah. That's his most successful book, but he also did the one networking with millionaires. Yeah. This is like right out of a chapter of I his need book. to get that book. I've never read that networking book. with millionaires. That's exactly That's what I, I would love that book. Like I still nerd out. Like I don't think I've arrived. Mm-hmm. I have to read something about blue fish. Like some some guy that. Oh I man, saw, that's a great book. I saw yes. that do on on uh, Facebook the other day. We got to talking. He drove up in a Tesla. I'm like, you're an entrepreneur, aren't you? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like either you like Tesla or you're an entrepreneur and you need a tax write offs. <laughs> I got all kind of friends that get the yeah. tax write off. He said, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I knew. And then we started talking. He said, "Dude, you would like the Bluefish or something, whatever." Dude, that's a great book, and it's it reminds me of you remember the um, the, not the current TV show, but the old TV show Equalizer. Yeah, I've heard. Where of he it. always where we always asked. It's like I'm going to do this for you, but someday I'm going to ask you for a favor. Yes, and that's yes. how the Bluefish guy. That's yeah. how he works. He he uh-huh. does a lot of favor. He charges, but <laughs> then he, part of the deal is I'm going to charge you. It's like the mafia, but I'm also going to ask you for a favor <laughs> in your area of specialty someday to help yeah. me make these things happen. That's how oh, the mob works. works. Cool. That's <laughs> a layer you could add in, David. It's like no, I will do that because I like nerdy networking. Like I'm, I'm probably going to go buy because I've never read that networking book, um, the millionaire next door, the, or I read that one, but not the networking version. Networking with millionaires, amazing. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's actually an audio only. It's not even. I don't think yeah. it's actually a book. You can, you can download. I tell you what, David, you could turn this story into a, a absolutely short well, helpful it's, it's book straight out of that book into a what would you say? We had a, we had Mike Capuzzi on. He has these things called Shook's short helpful book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. hundred page book or less. You could turn this story into one of those books. Easily. Oh wow! Easily. How I how I got ten millionaires in a room. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Something like that. Well, that's cool. That's yeah, a mini I'm book right there. Like, yeah. I feel about thinking about resources and there's things like that, but. But yeah, so back to uh, Hillary and them. Uh, Got a financial were, planner in the room. Uh, yeah, he sponsored it. And a mortgage person. Yep. And uh, 
that literally through Facebook Messenger asked them for two thousand dollars. Nice. And they paid. They're like, look, we want to do any event that you're doing, and we want to hang out with people like what you're doing, and so they're going to do future stuff. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. It was very cool, and they're really nice. And I, you know, want to make sure they had value there because I'm not trying to do a money grab or anything. It was like I want it long term. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually, uh, you know, I had somebody else that was interested, you know, as well. And, um, and I think I'll do more. I'm thinking about doing one of Barrett's 50 cal, you know, the Barrett 50 cal rifle. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about guns, but I grew up with Chris Barrett. I'm not friends with him now, but like the bear, like his dad is Mike Barrett who created the 50 cal the Barrett 50 cal rifle or whatever. The God gun. That's amazing. People tell me about it, and I don't know much about it, but I've, now Chris designs, you know, he's been designing his own guns or whatever, and um, and it's in here in Murfreesboro, you know. And so uh, I've thought about, like, that would be a cool experience to shoot a 50 caliber rifle, I guess, his rifle, I guess it is. Yeah, 50 caliber rifle. Like, So I may do something like that that's kind of unique, and it's mm -hmm. a carrot. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm looking at that. I also have a friend that owns a mansion called East Ivy in Nashville. I used to do masterminds there and like he rents it for weddings and stuff now, but it's stupid. It's really stupid. Look, it's amazing. And so I'm thinking about doing something in Nashville and you know, whatever. So just different, you know, different stuff, but they'll, you know, they'll want to be a part of it. And, and I had somebody else that's extremely successful uh, reach out and want to do something like, Hey, let's do something, you know, like, mm -hmm. So I've yeah. got, and it just, it builds, like it builds. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, because birds of the feather. So I can go back to some of these other millionaires and like, Hey, you want to come to this other event? And then like, maybe I might say, Hey, but you got to bring somebody else that's just as successful as you are, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And so you start getting in these other things. What was your response to people who, didn't qualify. I mean, really didn't meet that threshold. Said, hey man, can I come? Yeah. Like, so it was mostly through Facebook messenger. Uh, it was a little awkward, but I'm like, I just would heart emoji. That was it. Like, that was like, yeah. Mm, yeah. I know. <laughs> I just know. I don't, sorry. Not your bank so did, account, but you're probably uh, yeah. a millionaire. Like yeah. you, tell, you probably tell me if yeah. you are, you know, not, yeah. you know, and you know, so no, that's good. Yeah, so did yeah. you actually vet these guys or did you just kind of no, take the word you, from network? You know, like the ones that yeah. I know, like my buddy owns 65 rental homes. Like yeah. you know, he might be worth 10 million now. And, um, and then I got another buddy that's newly millionaire. Um, he was there. A guy named Austin, young kid, 26. And um, I say kid now, shit. Um, anyway, we're all getting older, but they, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyway, so that's embarrassing to us older guys that are. <laughs> I'm just getting started. We're doing guys. well, but like, I don't know about hey, y'all. I'm just getting started. So dude, 20. Dude. What was I doing when I was in? I know. I'm just like, oh, dang, what a loser I am. <laughs> now, wait, everybody, and what, actually, one of the millionaires were talking about not comparing yourself. And that's like, it was so cool. He said that. I love that because it's like, I don't know, there's work and you put yourself like in, you know, luck was a preparation meets opportunity. But there's also luck and, you know, your life situation and, you know, um, yeah. I don't know. There's just a lot of variables. They're just you know, like, I, 
worked. I mean, dude, when people had normal hanging out and Bible, even in Bible college, like everybody was like hanging out. Mm-hmm. I was in a library studying. I just discovered direct response marketing. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, you know, like that's what I learned. I was, there used to be a thing called curse free TV that yeah. you would put on your, it was like you put on the top of your TV. It was these boxes. Yeah. And I met one of the founders and yeah. I was trying to broker a deal in Bible college <laughs> before, and they were wanting to get them installed in the TV. Yeah. And I was trying to broker deals like that. True story. Like that's not embellishment. It was this woman yeah. that she invented. There's two, there's two different ones and they would sell them in like Lifeway and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it never came about. So we still have, there's no curse free TV <laughs> or anything like that. But that's I mean, crazy. I was trying to broker deals like that. I'm not too on horn, but like, that's just yeah what I was doing. I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a normal college mm-hmm. experience. I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, I tried to I almost, uh, I turned down going to uh, California one time to broker uh, medicine with the Chinese mm. import export. Real story. Like, it's not even yeah. a document. I remember yeah. driving down I 75 and Jack Wong, Jack Wong, some guy named Jack Wong called me and I was going to the movie at like nine o'clock at night with Dan Bridle. And, and we, uh, we we're trying to, Oh, do- I know Dan. Dan, Dan Bridle. Huh? Dan Is that Bridle? guy in Nashville? No, no. He's okay. I'm thinking of a different Dan. Graceful. Um, but yeah, he was my roommate in Bible college and he, um, just like, I mean, he was, I remember getting a call and they wanted to fly me out to California and I didn't fly then and either. I'm like, well, I'm not going to California. Um, then, uh, but, um, I was just doing stuff like that. It was medical devices. We're selling like some heart catheter thing, which I didn't even know what a heart catheter was at the time, but I just yeah. did what I did even at like 21, 22, 23, 21, 23. Like I was already mm-hmm. i expected big stuff yeah happen i didn't know how it would happen but i just expected something to happen so i'll tell you that to say you put yourself in situations you know and then there's also there also is luck and you know like where you're born and things like that there's there there's this so i, I say don't compare yourself to anybody on, on anything you know that's one of the main that's what but i love what you did though where you okay so you assemble like this group and then you reach out to somebody who can benefit, obviously their business can yeah. benefit from them. Yep. And that's, that's a perfect scenario because you're thinking of their interest, you know, it's like, okay, do you want to, I mean, you're, you know, you're in the financial services industry. Yeah. You want to be in front of like yeah. successful people. people. I mean, that's, like, you don't want to be in front of broke people for sure. If, if you had assets under management, you got 1% okay. of that. Yep. You know? And it's just like one millionaire. Mm-hmm. Or their friend. I mean, you know, what does that look like? And know? it's a win-win because you know some of these guys that were there, maybe they're looking for you know some some f- financing, or maybe they're looking for another source of, yep. you know, you know, financing or or or, or help with that. So I mean, it, it, to me, it's a win-win. You know, you put you're putting things out there, and yep. it's it's so cool how you got you know, you know, all of this covered and more. You yeah, know, just yeah, by yeah. just by so, putting people in place. Yeah, oh, yeah. totally. I mean, you just all about who benefits. And even my party, right. I've already asked my banker to sponsor my party. Yeah. Like at my house. Um, because I'm, I'm actually gonna market only to real estate investors. Mm-hmm. Now, and people that want to be into real estate. Yeah. Now it's not gonna be like there's no talking about real estate, like there's no like speaker or anything. It's mm-hmm. literally a party at my house, like 
like y'all would show up. I mean, I know you like real estate and stuff, but like just it's just a party. But I'm strategically only inviting people that are successful in real estate um, or want to be in real estate. So actually, you can not even own any real estate, but you want to. But you're actually interested in real estate investing because right. they're hanging out with people that maybe they have money in their 401k and they might want to give money to Jonathan Taylor to buy buy into his next real estate deal. Yeah, right. You know? right. And they want to learn. You know, they so, want to do that self-directed IRA thing. Yeah, right? self-directed IRA, absolutely. And so, like, and then my other friends that have the money and have real estate, they might want more because they have a fund. So it's like there. Mm-hmm. And then just that common theme. But I told my banker, I'm like, bro, you got all my loans, you know. And not that mm-hmm. I'm a big fish by any stretch. We have nine right now, but I'm not like a big fish at all. But you know, like they know I know people. Mm-hmm. So, would you be interested in sponsoring the food truck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then we'll have like 40 people at the house that, and yeah. And yeah, that's perfect. Like that's how that's I perfect. think about them. They're going to do the loans for think about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about their business, how they can benefit, you know, always start with them. What do they need? Yeah. You know, well, let's move on to the night of the event, right? So you've got it set up, people showing up, they eat their mows. Did you have a scheduled, um, you said, was there a speaker? Was there not a speaker? Was there scheduled? Like, did you facilitate anything or did you just let people talk naturally? Like, how did that go? So, uh, there's a tour. Um, so we only had two hours, um, and it ended up being like three or four hours because that dude was so nice. By the way, all the money went to charity, by the way. Okay. Um, so like, it was pretty cool. He said, Hey, just go to charity. Right. So all the money went to charity. We donated like, almost $500 to two different families in Ukraine, like directly to them on Upwork.com. Yeah. Like not a, even a charity, like right to the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're one of them's living in a, in a fucking field right now, like a field, you know, yeah. like, you know, because they're by Russia. And yeah. so we did that. And then we donated like $500 to the well food pantry, which is here locally. I know where that well, money goes. Yep. Um, so um, I, hate surface level. I struggle with surface level. I like deep, even my first date with my wife, I'm asking her how she feels about divorce and like, that's where you want to start right there. First date at Red Lobster. Yeah. Eating your, eating your roll. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm freaking, you know, whatever it's called. And, um, yeah, there's no surface with Dave. I just, it's always, you go deep, man. You go deep. I just, I, maybe it's the bottom line of me. I don't know, but I, I mean, it's, it's like, I'm asking you the deep questions just because I'm sure. genuinely curious about everybody, about everything, right. body and everything. Right. Right. And so uh, that is the thing. There's no other real thing to it. And I, mm-hmm. I just can't do surface level. And so um, I got questions from a um, uh, mastermind dinner. Um, there's a great book called mastermind dinners, but Jason Gaynard, and a uh, phenomenal book. Uh, I don't recommend a lot of stuff, but that's another one that's like, you'll make money from it if you do it. And uh, his podcast is freaking amazing. Do you know him? Uh, Facebook. I hadn't talked to him in a while, a long time, but just through Facebook. And that was very fringe. But What's his name? Jason. Uh, Jason Gaynard. Uh, and it's like, J- it's like different. Um, Jason is like J-A- C A N or something like that or something. He'd be a great guest for this show. Yeah, we yeah. Yeah, he had yeah, he had mastermind events like charge like 
crazy money and all that stuff. But his podcast, he doesn't do it anymore. It was just like a season or two. I'm going to re-listen to it because it's so good on networking. So good. And you think like, well, networking is just networking, but it's like, mm, you can sharpen your axe. Yeah. Like I was doing with this network thing. Like you can sharpen your axe and I'm always sharpening my axe. My axe is never always sharp. I'm always right. like, that's why I'm going to read Bluefish. Because like mm-hmm. I need one idea. Dude, your, your brain is going to light up when you read that book. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, dude, I cannot. Uh, yeah. Like the way he was describing it and now the way you're describing it, I'm like, yeah. So I took one of the things in that book is like 50 questions to ask at dinners. And so I usually will grab three or four of those because if people talk for a couple minutes per question, it adds up. Yeah. Right. So I've done this before. I had one a networking event at Fisher's Off-Road excuse me, Fisher's Off-Road Rentals. Um, I had a, um, um, like an event there where we just rode side-by-sides. But before we rode side-by-sides, we networked. Everybody did like 10-minute talks about their business. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of stole that from Joe Polish and, and TED Talks kind of a little bit of 10-minute talks or whatever. And uh, and But what they did was I actually had three questions for them to answer. And it was like, what is and same kind of same thing with these millionaires I did the other day. It was like, what's your biggest what industry are you in? What biggest what's your biggest success? What actually I take it back. Um remember I got 21% alcohol on me right now on a full <laughs> So it's I actually remember the questions I asked before, but I let me tell you, let me back up real quick, tell you what I did before. What's your biggest what industry are you in? Uh, what was your biggest success? What's your biggest failure? And what's your biggest problem right now that we can help you with? I had them register for the event and answer those questions, then put it all on, on a PDF of all the people that were Oh, going. nice. Nice. So for the event, so you could walk in like, oh, there's a guy named Sean McCool here. <laughs> he's a copywriter and he's blah, blah, blah. Like, I uh, need to network with this guy. Very and nice. That before they showed up. So you so, just did like a woofoo form or a Google form and just uh, collected the answers and threw them all in a PDF. Okay. Oh, it, it, that does that. Cool. Yep. It's free. Very and, nice. Uh, and then I put it on a PDF and then, you know, then I just went to uh Canva, canva.com and then did a pretty it up and PDF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I emailed it all to them or whatever, all the details about the event. And, uh, so that was what I did. I can't remember what I asked them at the event. Uh, Maybe a business book. Oh, who are they following? Okay, I'm starting to, this Malibu Rome's starting to wear off now. Um, the, who are they following? Um, where are they getting their information? Like, who are they following right now? Jonathan Leaf? It says device is not connected, so something happened. But yeah, keep, keep, keep going. The cool people are here. Yeah, the cool people are here. So he probably didn't pay his internet bill, but <laughs> that's probably what it was. They, um, Let's see. What book are you reading? Like, what's a what's a book that really made an impact on you? Okay. Um, surprisingly, Andrew Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, that was like mentioned twice. Really? Yeah. You know, you think like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. It's all new, but it's like, dude, that totally book? underrated. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never read it. Really? All I've never read it. That is so. It's almost like a sin. 
that it I've, is that book and I've been in business this long. Is that just a, but you, you kind of do that naturally though. That's just part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I don't think it's ever been a problem for you that you needed to address. That's probably why you haven't done it. Yeah. That, and that, that's it. I will, I will say that's part of it because in my brain, uh, I don't like wasting time. And, yeah. But like, and that's not a question you had an answer to how to, how to have friends. Like that was, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you make a friend with everybody. So yeah, I can see, I can see how that would be like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, unless it's very knit, like very specialized, yeah. um, you know, it's kind of like I view selling books. Like I, I've never read a lot of selling books because I'm like, don't waste my fucking time. Like, don't, <laughs> like I need, like now pitching was phenomenal. Like that's the first sales book I've, I've, read and promoted to a ton of people. And you mentioned time. that many times. So yeah, it's for, very like the brain, how the brain worked and mm-hmm. perfect, you know, but it's like really good. In fact, I made a bunch of money three weeks after reading that book. I made like uh 20 grand true story. Um, I had a client hire me and I still remember mm-hmm. today, it was the biggest client I'd ever had. Uh, Pitch had, anything by uh what's that guy's name or uh, Orin Claff. Orin Claff. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And so, uh, by the way, on, on Splash That, I used the free version. I didn't even pay for it. So, um, there's that. Such a cheapskate, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. But yeah, so what book, who are they following? Which, by the way, most of them are not following. <laughs> yep. They're kind yeah. of just burnt out on information. Um, mostly local. They're mostly, mm-hmm. like, if they followed anybody, it's very local people, like, specific knowledge. That's um, interesting. Every now and then Joe Rogan uh, mm-hmm. with some other things. Uh, and there was some other... <clears throat> there's one other question I can't remember, but they went around and did that. Then at the end I said, all right, I want you to share that your biggest tip, uh, it could be HR, it could be leadership, it could be marketing or whatever. Your biggest tip, we're going to go around the whole entire room and do that. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to vote on who got the best tip. And I let Mark, uh, I let, uh, Mark and Larry Hollingsworth, uh, vote because i had too much in my brain and like i just you mm-hmm. know that, that was the sponsors yeah right. the sponsors yeah. yeah i just say hey would y'all actually help me out and just vote like i didn't know a good way to do it they end up doing it and this guy and i and then and they don't need the money so i said um whoever will donate four hundred dollars to your charity of choice um if you win so part of the two thousand dollars so it all went to charity um um so the $2,000 or $400 went to uh, Luke Freeman and this charity about keeping violence out of schools or something, because he was from Parkland and where they had that shooting back in the day. Oh yeah. I never forgot about all that. And so like he has a friend that had a charity and that was tight. And so that was the one he chose. So I paid him a four, I wrote a, you know, uh, did my car for $400. And so that's how I wanted them to kind of compete. A little mm-hmm. their best tip, and uh, so yeah, so so they did that, and then um, and then we end up end up having to kick them out, like kick the millionaires out, like just because I was like, hey, we're actually only spending two hours, and like you know, the owners, Mike Freeman, and I forgot the wife's name, but like was so nice. Even Jonathan told me he uh, he what they were, but they they really were. Like we did a tour, did the dinner, and everybody just hanging out. Well, dude, they're like in their seventies, and they probably need to go to bed. And, <laughs> you know, so, I was just, uh, so what oh. was the so you, most of the room was in their seventies, or what was the average age? I'm curious. Oh, uh, 
Or was that the owner? Their, that they were in their forties. Yeah, most of those guys were in their forties, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say forties. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. The owner of the castle was in his seventies. Yeah, yeah, him and his wife okay. were in his seventies. Yep. Okay. And so mm-hmm. I want to be respectful. Like again, I'm hosting this yeah. thing. He didn't know me from Adam. He didn't know any of these people. He knew Jonathan, mm-hmm. which is again a transfer of trust. I mentioned that earlier, but right. Okay, he knows Jonathan. He likes Jonathan. Jonathan probably knows nice people like him. So that's it. So we did the dinner, and then that's it. Uh, I hadn't followed. I followed up with everybody's contact information because I told people I'm not sharing it unless everybody's cool with it. And so I told them after the dinner, you want me to? I'll share the spreadsheet of everybody's contact information. Because sure. I want to be respectful of people's contact information because these are right. Because you want to be a trusted source going forward, long term yep. game. Absolutely, long term. And so I'm very picky on my contacts and. You know, who I network with. How do you, so that brings up another point kind of off the dinner, but, you know, how do you keep track of, do you just have a spreadsheet where you keep track of people or how do you, uh, I mean, no, you're a really good networker. You, you no, it's Rolodex. Like, no, it's literally all in my head. Uh, I mean, yeah, David and spreadsheets, those are like, uh, yeah. So I don't mean a complex <laughs> spreadsheet. I mean, like, the yeah. basic things you can get. It's a phone, it's just phone, it's brain, phone contacts, phone right? Brain. Listen, we don't even renew our freaking LLCs every year. Our, <laughs> our accountant, and we have to pay a fee because it's dissolved, and uh, we have to like undissolve it. it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> every freaking year, never <laughs> fails. Our accountant's like, and when we go buy a house, actually, we're selling a house right now, and uh, a good landlord is not active right now. A good landlord's our LLC, and it's not active. We're selling a house, but they're like. Hey, a good landlord that owns this house is not even active. Like, what's up? Well, it's because like I, I don't organize that shit. So um, that's how that happens. So no, it's all in my head, and uh, I put people on my cell phone. I don't do anything fancy. I've tried. There's some cool CRMs. Yeah. Uh, supposedly you can only hold 150 people. Maybe I have 150 people in my brain. Supposedly oh, you, you got way more than that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I just yeah, it's. I mean, like I said, even the other day, the CarMax guy surprised me. Like when he said, I'm going to buy a car. We're at dinner last night or the night before. Uh, I want to um, yeah. buy a car at CarMax. And I was like, it triggered in my brain. CarMax, I'm like, I know a guy. And then I'm like, Brent Murray. He goes to um, – um, so I text him. I'm like, don't you work at CarMax? He goes, yeah. And he goes, I go once a month to this networking event at the cigar place that has like the mayor, former mayor – Alderman, just successful people in Spring Hill, but it's just a hangout. It's not even like professional. It's just I think hangout. cigar bars are an underrated networking spot. It it's is, a, yeah. Yep. People that smoke cigars, yeah, good cigars. You got excess. They're spending yep. money. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So um, not Swisher Sweets. They're not. They're not. They're not buying gas stations. Well, if you're going to a cigar bar, like that's a that's a different level than somebody's grabbing one at Seven Eleven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is this is a thing, and so I, so I immediately like connected Jonathan to Brent Murray, and he's the manager of Carmax, and yeah. uh, but that is just uh, I won't say I'll, I'll be honest. When I, I say this is a gift from God or something. I will say because uh, um, I've always I don't know if it's photographic. That's my might be too much credit, but. You know, I can memorize stuff. When I went to the, when I got my mortgage license in 2015, I, I remember that Spring Hill, Tennessee, with note cards. It's about this high. It's about 70 note cards. It's about this high. And when I would go get my haircut, 
Oh, so I took a test, online test. I wrote down that questions and the answers. Wait, wait, wait. You pay for your haircuts? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I, when I would go get my haircut or whatever, I would just like go through note cards and just memorize facts about mortgages. When I was a cool. Bible college, I memorized like 300 Bible verses. And uh, note cards are underrated. Yes. Like we've are. forgotten about it in our digital world, but man, yeah. note cards are just so powerful. Absolutely. Yep. Five cards, man. There's money in that. Like, so, but do you still like, I mean, do you capture their information and actually ask for their phone number and email and put it in your phone? Like, cause just remember yeah, the name is not yeah. enough. You gotta, you gotta be able to get back in touch with them. Yeah. Like when I'm networking with people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely phone. I don't want a business card. Uh, right. I, you know, I just knock it out right then because again, I'm not organized at all. And yeah. so, um, I'm like, Hey, give me your number. And I usually will text my name. Hey, David Dutton, the name of my company. And then I will put their name in there to remind me to like add them, but I, I just do it quick and then I go add them later. I send them a text real quick. Um, and, and, and I get, think about the names and the people that I've not kept track of over the years that I've met. And I'm like, Oh, some of those people that come to mind every now and then, I just, I'm not able to find them on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm like, God, how did, I, how did I not stay in touch with those people? That's, that's well, crazy. I would say I miss I, my Facebook got shut down. I've told you before. Uh, and even when I post stuff now, it's not as active as it used to be. I used to have like 3000 and it was very yeah. curated cultivated, and I'd get a hundred responses and stuff on stuff. And I would drop good content. And, yeah. and now that I had to start over. There's, there's people that I've known in the internet world, in the internet marketing world, know of like fringe contacts that I'll think of every now and then. Oh shit. I mean, I don't even remember that guy anymore. Yeah. But That's what I would, I would tell anybody listening to this, especially if you're younger, like, man, everybody you meet capture those, those names and numbers, yeah. especially because now phone numbers don't change as much as they used to. Mm -hmm. Cause everybody ports their numbers with their, their cell phone. So yep. they're going to keep that for a long time, even more so than email, which keep their, their phone number. Yep. Cause I think of all the, I mean, even bosses I've had that, you know, through the years, like, man, if I, or customers I've had throughout the years, like, man, if I just, if I just captured that information, yep. it'd be so much easier to pull off whatever the next thing is, you know, just because you yeah, have I'll that. Put a note. Yeah, I'll put a note sometimes in there, like, you know, Selma cool copywriter, you know, yeah. things like that, you know, or a real estate investor. So if I need to do a search in yeah. my, you know, search your contacts. I'll type in a phrase like real estate investor or investor. Well, the cool thing about that, I was reading a book about this really successful coach. Um, and he, you know, he, he does a good job of capturing all that. Mm -hmm. So when he's with a client and they say, man, I, my dream is I really want to do this. And he's like, Oh, okay, hold on. He <laughs> makes a call and introduces to somebody and like he earns his coaching fee in one, in one conversation. Cause he can connect those people and his right. coaching fees like right. 50,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. But he can introduce you to that one person that can make that dream come true so yeah. much faster, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a really powerful tool if you know how to do it. Right. That's what I feel like my whole life. I mean, I mean, I feel like God talked to me in, at 19. Um, I never forget Garden Plaza Hotel, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Like I've told the story many times. Uh, now it's a uh, double tree, Jonathan. Next time you go to Murfreesboro <laughs> Hotel, but For it used sure. to be Garden 
But when I worked at the front desk, one of my 20, I think 23 college jobs I've ever had, I've never had a grown up job, but at 23 <laughs> college level jobs. And yeah. uh, that was one of them. And uh, it was a doctor was staying there and God just, it was like this still small voice that I don't hear all the time or anything. Uh, but it was one of those change life changing that said, you don't have to go to med school or law school. All you have to do is know someone did and add value to their life. You don't get what you want. It was something like that. When the doctor walked by, I still see it like it was yesterday. And, uh, and I was like 19 and yeah. I didn't get to use it for like two more years. Like it didn't like the waters didn't part after that, but yeah. like two later, like things started happening. But, but that's still one of those pivotal moments of my entire yeah. life is God speaking to me. I still think it was God somehow. Like I didn't know enough, but I still this yeah. day believe that happened. Well, I tell my coaching clients, like anything you want and everything you want is on the other side of a conversation with one of three people, another person, yourself, or God, everything you want yeah, is on the other yeah. side of one of those conversations. That's a great, Absolutely. yeah, it's true. It's yeah, it's, it's a hundred, it's a hundred percent true. And you're a great example of that. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. I just have a conversation, whether that's by text or messenger or phone call or whatever, email, you know, that's all conversations. I mean, that's how things get done in the world. That, that's just, it. it's a weird thing. I joke around about, I will get paid because of the people I know. Like, yeah. I just like, it's a weird thing at 44. I, I would, I would take it a step further. You get yeah. paid because you're willing to reach out to the people, you know, a lot of yeah. people know people, but I yeah. think the distinction yeah. there is you've got to be willing to have the conversation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'll ask, I'll find about information. You know, like next week, uh, one of my neighbors, her brother opens a plastic surgery um, clinic or whatever, kind of yeah. marketing to wealthy people. Yeah. And there's another competitor called Marvel Cosmetics here locally that half our neighborhood goes to. All these women that have money. Do and you live in the Avengers neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good point, good point. And so they open up another location in Columbia. They got Spring Hill in Columbia. And, and so I thought, okay, what if this guy would want some help? And so <laughs> I worked with his sister who's in my neighborhood, and which was actually her husband's one of the millionaires at my dinner. And uh, I just mm-hmm. said, hey, I don't really look for, I mean, I always look for opportunity, but I don't really take on my clients like, yeah you know, whatever. And, but I said, this could be interesting. I'd love to have a conversation if he wants to. So that's what I got today, you know, is a, um, you know, a conversation, uh, with, uh, yeah, right here. This is with a plastic surgeon right here, um, through text. And we're going to meet next week about mm-hmm. doing something together. Maybe I mean, nothing may happen, but I'm like, okay, well, only certain people are going to buy plastic surgery. I'm going to mm-hmm. find out more who those people are. If it's like, you know, um, cosmetic or is it like, Hey, I was in Iraq and I lost my arm and yeah, and another arm. I don't know. Like I assume it's <laughs> like that, but you know, I'm it's mostly out. wealthy people who have a, a poor self opinion of themselves. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, and they have the money to spend. I mean, that's the bottom line. If that's the case. And I'm like, okay, well, cool. You ain't going to target Nashville people. Right. Nobody's coming from Franklin <clears throat> money to Columbia. So it's not Franklin people, Spring Hill, possibly Columbia, and then like surround there. So, okay, cool. 
now you know geographically where these people are going to come from because it's not mm-hmm. like well known. So geographically, they're going to come from here. Then you just target wealthy people. So can I host an event with wealthy women? Yeah. And even though I'm a guy, like I don't care about the event. I care because of my Rolodex and add value to these people and all that. Not like I'm, you know, like I don't care, but I don't, I mean, I'd even host a women's event. I'm a, mm-hmm. I thinking about that. It's a little weird. I thought, but I'm kind of like, no, I think I'm cool with it. Even though it's a little bit, man, you're a guy hosting a women's event, but I may not even be the face of it. I may just I be mean, worst case, you, you make your wife the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm the orchestrator of it and I'm yeah. okay. But like we find the wealthiest neighborhoods in Columbia, Tennessee. Absolutely. Yeah. And then who are the influencers in that neighborhood? And then we host a private party for them. David's going to be doing Housewives of Nashville pretty soon. He's going to be launching. <laughs> that happened, man. That happened. I was going to wait to the next episode. You can do it, man. To release that. But or sell or selling Nashville. My my daughter and wife are watching Selling Sunset right now, and they're oh, just yeah. all they're just all caught up in it and trash. Uh, but like, I don't know. Oh, I know. I don't get it, but they they love it. Yes. So Sherry watches it. Next door neighbor yeah. watches it. Like I think the world watches it. Everybody watches it. Obviously. It's trash, but it's, it's like what, it's what the people it's want, right? It's people like Dan want. Kennedy says, you gotta read what 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 the what the folks read, you know, yeah. the globes, the inquire. I, I mean, that's that. what people love. Eugene Schwartz love said consume. the same thing. You mean <laughs> Eugene Schwartz said you gotta be reading the National Enquirer. You gotta be reading yeah. the the stuff that the people that you know, these magazines that nobody buys that sell a couple million copies <laughs> yeah. a week. Like, right. You gotta be reading those. Yeah. The people are ashamed to, you know, you know, uh, stuff in under under the groceries in the checkout line. Well, it's like, like well, I'm gonna grab that. Like when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, <laughs> nobody was buying the book, but everybody was buying the ebook because they didn't want to be seen reading it, but they all wanted to read. They it. wanted to read it, right? So it was yeah. it was like super selling on on Kindle, right? Yes. It's like one of the best selling Kindle books of all time mm-hmm. for that reason because nobody wanted the cover sticking out. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Um, well, thank y'all for having me on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I wanna, go ahead. I'm going to pull up. I'm going to, I'm going to pull two, a couple of important lessons from this. One that, you know, David highlights is that, you know, I was going through some of Dan Kennedy's. Oh, that's good. Mastermind dinners. Yeah. So that's the book. It, it doesn't come up easy on a search on Amazon. So you kind of, uh, that's old school. I remember that. Um, so it's, yeah, it's back from 2015. <laughs> that's ancient these days, but. So I had to search like very specifically in books. Mastermind Usually dinner. some of the older stuff is, is the best. Yeah. The older it goes, the better it is. Um, so. But, you know, Dan Kennedy, I was going through some of his and, and David, I, you know, I mentioned this to you, some of, some of the uh, content I've been going through this past week on, and one of them's on influential writing. And he talks about, you know, creating your own like superhero story. And that's kind of like, I think, you know, David, your superhero story, mm-hmm. you know, Dan Kennedy, everybody knows him as the guy that never had a cell phone. You know, you got to fax him to communicate with him and all this stuff. You know, I think, David, your super he- superhero story is that, you know, you know how to connect with people, right? Yeah. You yeah. know how to like reach out to people. That's like your, that's like your thing. You yeah. Know? Again, you. going back to the most, that most connected man, yeah. you just know how to put people in place yeah, and yep. connect people together. And I think that's awesome. I mean, I mean, that that's your origin. That's your superhero story right there. And that's that and implementate fast. Implementation. Impl- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, and you know how to implement. 
Yeah, no, that's yeah, it's definitely. I appreciate that. So what? I, I did do so, something, but when I started like learning things, obviously it started gravitating, and then like the networking got better and better, and now I feel like I'm not at the top yet, but yeah. now it's just sharpening it just a little bit more, a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yep, uh, is how I look at it now. Like I'm not gonna stop. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm gonna go through that the Jason Gennaro's podcast again and. Mm-hmm. Yep things because it's just dude what, what is one i mean one relationship tim davis in 2015 got me in the mortgage business wrote book number six got me the, the newspaper and then found my my old business my old business partner and then we built a multi-million dollar business yep like that like that's how your life can change you know? well yeah i can i can tell you there's two people in my life three people that i can think of that have referred other business to me they're just fans of me, not, you know, and, oh, yeah. and it's like, man, I mean, they, it's, I can count well over a million dollars between those three people yeah. just in jobs they've referred to me as a copywriter, yeah. you know, and it's just, you know, you, you pass through those people and you just treat people well, Yeah. stay yep. in touch with them. Don't burn bridges. I mean, yeah. and two of them were people that I used to work with that I left that company <laughs> but always left on good terms. And they were like, Hey, you know, they reach out out of the blue without my prompting and be like, Hey, I know this guy, he's looking for a, for a copywriter. Are you interested? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually I am. <laughs> yeah. Right. So never burn bridges either. Nope. Exactly. Good stuff, man. Awesome. My computer may die. Um, uh, so I don't know when I just got the mark up there. It says it's, it's a, um, no, about, about ready to wrap. I think. Yep. That's cool, man. This was fun. It's always good to, uh, you know, I love hearing stuff like this. I mean, it's, it's, oh. uh, hopefully it's encouraging to a lot of our listeners, you know, you know, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone and just like reach out to people and, uh, you know, communicate. I mean, you never know until you try. I mean, a lot of people, it's like Sean was, you were saying earlier, like a lot of these millionaires are pretty lonely people, right? <laughs> they're looking for connections and sometimes we overestimate the fact that we can, you know, they're not, well, they're especially coming out of COVID right now. Like people are dying, I think for personal in-person connections. I think this Mm -hmm. is a a better time than ever to try these types of things. No doubt. Well, buddy, it's been fun, man. Hope, uh, hope you have a great weekend. Thank y'all for having any, any closing thoughts before we wrap up? Um, yeah, just enjoy that old fashioned, David. You get, a, <laughs> you get next door, dude. Yeah, no doubt. You st- you mentioned bourbon. I, yeah, I love to be in the area. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I will. <laughs> I will say, David. Next time you have a, a a party that I might be a fit for, like, let me know. I'll drive up, man. You know, we're we're uh, we're talking about doing like a uh, kind of a, a reunion meetup here. You know, so yeah. uh, it's Sean, come, come like once a year. That's how we met, Sean. Yep. Uh, yeah. uh, come once a year, and that's right talk yep. and stuff. Yeah, I need so, to come visit my daddy over there and anyway. So yeah. yeah, put me on the list. I'll come by. All right. Yeah, That's I think cool. I think maybe uh June, July. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that. Awesome. All right. Well to all of our listeners out there, you can find us persuasionbythepint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms, Stitcher Radio, iHeart, and <laughs> 
It's not like a pirate. Dave, where can they find you? They, I mean, you're just uh, you're just out there, dude. Uh, go to Facebook and type in David Dutton or, or Dave Dutton for now and uh, mention, I don't accept every, every friend request, but mention, you know, if you found me on the podcast, mm-hmm. I will definitely accept your friend request. And, yep. um, and yeah, which is funny. You think I just accept everybody, but I, I, <laughs> I don't, you have no friends. Like you have yep. to move in like, you know, like no connections at all. Like, need your actual yeah. face, not a picture of a cat or your profile picture. No, you got to have a face. Exactly. Faces are in now. Um, all right, guys. Hey, thank you again. Enjoyed it. Yeah, y'all have a great weekend. To all of our listeners, have a great weekend. We'll see you next time.